Floyd Jackson here. You're listening to the fourth episode of the Building the Future podcast, sponsored by the Mechanical Contractors Association, MCA Detroit. Every episode, we will be putting a spotlight on the union construction trades training programs and why it's the career path of the future. We're kicking off this edition of Building the Future podcast from the Apprenticeship Information Fair for National Apprenticeship Week from Sir Metro Detroit. Sir Metro Detroit is a community-based organization that enhances lives through a series of education, job training, and job placement programs, along with youth development and educational initiatives. Sir gives Detroit residents the skills, resources, and opportunities they need to achieve self-sufficiency. Today we're talking with Rocio Campos, Senior Youth Services Manager for Sir Metro Detroit. Also, Veronica sanchez PV, Senior Assistant Vice President of Adult Services and Regional Director, Sir Metro Detroit. Mark Gardner, Youth Build Construction Instructor from Sir Metro. And Samantha Delapella, Safety Coordinator for MCA Detroit. With me is Rocio Campos. She is the Senior Youth Services Manager for Sir Metro Detroit, alongside Veronica sanchez PV who is the Senior Assistant Vice President of Adult Services and Regional Director for Sir Metro. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Rocio, let me start with you. Tell us about Sir and the event that's going on today. So today we're hosting our, this will be actually technically our second event for um, construction fair for the apprenticeships to come in and have our community, our young people, our, all of our residents to learn about uh, registered apprenticeship programs. Because um, there, as we know, we, there's a difference between a, an apprenticeship program and a, pre, uh, a registered apprenticeship program. So it's just getting people to know what's out there and what we ha- also have to offer as an agency to get into those registered apprenticeship programs. Uh, Talk about SIR and uh, how they work with the youth in the construction trades. So, you, um, Sir Metro has a youth build program, and we also have our Sir Youth Build Learning Academy. We service individuals that are 16 to 24 years old in both of our programs. Um, and I like to say that there's no wrong door for our, our young people. Okay. Um, they will come in, they will do an intake, and then we really work with our young people to figure out what's best for them. And once we figure out what's best for them, and they, they agree to it, right, uh, we start talking about uh, what career pathway they want to take. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the construction is one of the career pathways we, we definitely talk about. Talk, talk a little more about the, the Youth Build Learning Academy and, and the training offerings there. So we offer our M3 curriculum, which is sponsored by the Labors. And then we also offer OSHA. Um, OSHA 10 at the beginning, then OSHA 30 through our partnership through um, RBD, our Rebuild Detroit program, which Veronica will be talking a little bit about as well. Um, We offer CPR first aid, so it's really the foundation that we give them. Um, And then we connect them to the unions because we have a great partnership with all of the unions. And I was going to ask you, who are your partners? Yeah, so I want to say all the unions um, because it takes an entire village to really... Um, get the young people to know which route they want to go. There are several programs, you know, for for youth in in the city and and around the metro area. What makes this one, though, different than those programs? What makes us different? So we have an entire team that specializes in working with young people and really defining what their career pathways is going to be. Um, and we provide them with supportive services. We provide them um, with a caring adult, a career um, coach. And we also provide them with 
lots of resources that are non-traditional resources. Talk about those resources. I was going to ask you, I know one thing Sir does is a lot of resources for these young people as well. So one day we could be providing homeless um, assistance, right, trying to find them a house, but also providing them with tools to go to work and clothing to go to work, um, or even a coat. So it really depends on what the young person needs. And uh, we just not work with a young person, we work with the entire family, because that's important for us. Who is their champion? and who is in their corner to make sure that young person is successful. Because I would think too, uh, because Sir has adult services as well, a lot of the adults need a lot of the, the same work absolutely. as the, the young people. They do, absolutely, they do. Um, and I think that's what's unique about us, that we are not just serving the young person that's coming in through our door, we're serving the entire family. It is a, it is a very holistic approach that we take. How can a young person enroll uh, or engage in the programming here at CERT? And we're just a phone call away or even, you know, we have an open door policy. So anyone could come in. It's just walking through our doors or they could call our number, which is 313-945-5200. And it will be option two. Veronica, I want to bring you into the conversation. Uh, tell us about CERT and the connection with the construction trades. Yeah, so as Rocio mentioned, we've had a strong relationship with the trades for many years, actually starting in 2009 with their Youth Build program. And building off that, we actually added um, our Rebuild Detroit program, which is for adults. And essentially, we're creating a career pathway for Detroiters. We're calling our Construction Talent Hub. So from the young person that walks in with Rocio's program to an adult who is looking to attain credentials or get into an apprenticeship, you know, these are some of the things that we offer. So, uh, and adults are learning the construction trades and those types of things too. What kind of what kind of response do you get from the from the adults when they come through a through this type of program? Yeah. I think they're really surprised at the supports that we're able to provide. We're not just here training and providing the one-on-one um, -on, -one on the reading and math. That's what we focus on. So what we have found for our Detroiters is that they have a very difficult time getting into the trades. They don't have the academic skills to pass the technical exam for the apprenticeship oh, okay. uh -huh. to get into a training center. So our niche is to help those Detroiters who need that extra help on math and reading. We have a contextualized curriculum that shows them that math is not just numbers is connected to a ruler or measuring or a blueprint so we try to show them that what they are learning in the classroom they can apply it to a construction uh, project or a site um, and so they're surprised because it's not just that as Rocio mentioned we have a lot of supports we provide them uh, with milestone stipends so if they get their OSHA 30 if they get their CPR first aid if they pass their must safety modules because safety is extremely important yes. in the construction industry and so we ensure that we incorporate that into our training program. If they need uh, a bed, as Rocio mentioned, we have an income support special that connects them to basic needs for themselves or their family, food stamps. Um, if they need some support during the time they're in training, we're here for them. We want them to be successful, finish the training program, and be ready to apply for apprenticeship or go straight to work. So it, it, it appears to me that this is an all-encompassing type of mm -hmm. uh, program and service where really nothing really falls through the cracks. I mean, you try to take care of, yes. of every need. Yes. If we can't provide it, we will find somebody that can. Mm -hmm. And it's just not a referral like a call. It is a soft referral. It's somebody that we know at another agency that maybe we can't offer something. We call them and we have a lot of, we've been around for 50 years. Right. So we, may have, we have a lot of relationships uh -huh. in the community and with uh, employer partners as well. So we make sure that, that whatever their need is, if it's not us, that someone else is taking care of it. And, and, and I think that 
is also what makes SERV stand out from other programs because you can go into a program as a, as a child, learn a specific mm-hmm. thing or it, trade or whatever, but you may have some other issues going on, some other problems right. that they right. say, well, you know, I can just teach mm-hmm. you the skill. Mm-hmm. I can't really do anything about what's going on at home or, or right. you know, feeding you, all those types of things or where you sleep. You guys, because you've been around so long, have those kind of connections. Yeah, we have been intentional in the way that we structure and create our programs. You know, we already know that we can help people get jobs. We're a workforce development organization. We can do that in a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. But it's the retention. It's then, you know, keeping them in the program graduating them, and then the retention in a job. So that's another thing that makes us unique. We don't just say, great, you got a job, congratulations. Right, right. No, we, we follow up with them a year to three years afterwards and are able to offer them some additional supports while they're working. Because what we hear from employers is, you gave me a great candidate, all of a sudden something happened, they didn't call me, maybe they were sick. It just, they don't know how to deal with life situations sometimes, mm-hmm. and their way to deal is just to shut down. So we tell them, call us, we'll support you, we'll help you get through it, we'll make sure you know you can get to work the next day, or whatever situation you have going on, we'll, we can help you. And you guys work, I know one of your partners too is the city of Detroit, you guys do a lot with the city during the summer jobs program. Yeah, we do, we have a lot of great partners um, through the city, uh, Renard Richard, Richmond is one of our partners. Um, he actually was our previous instructor, our first instructor for Rebuild Detroit. Obviously, partners like you know uh, MCA, Mechanical Contract Association, uh, Grow Detroit's Young Talent for young people. They're able to get a summer uh, internship, and right now we're looking to grow adult. Uh, program as well to have that type of work experience because there's a lot of funding for young people which is wonderful Uh but the adults need that work experience too and so that's what we're focusing on right now as well I know you've been around 50 years you've had a lot of young people come through here Mm -hmm. do you talk to them ever you know get back with some who've come through and who have done so well who have like really been accomplished and they say hey Boy, but what for sure, thank you so much for what I've learned. Yes, we make sure we pull on graduates. Everyone's still sh- yes. shaking your head. We pull on graduates during uh, alumni events, graduations. We have them come back and, and speak and do some mentorship with our current uh, students because they can see, hey, you've been in the same situation. You come from where I come from, and now you're an apprentice or you're a journeyman now. We have journeymen now that have come through our sure programs, do. and they're role models. They're role models for our current students. Yeah, I was going to say, how important is that for someone who've come who has mm-hmm. come through the program to come back and speak to these young people yeah. because sometimes the young people get discouraged and they think maybe I can't do this mm-hmm. but when they see like I came through here I was yeah. you so many years ago and right. now look at me right it's really important because we actually hire our alumni as That's well right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they help out with recruitment because it is important for them to tell that story um, and be able to relate to the young people that we're trying to get into our programs and um, it's hard warming to me personally. Um, I still have connections since I started here in 2009 with some of our youth builders who were sitting in the same room Um, and I've gone to weddings and now they're just the flourish. Mm -hmm. They have their own companies or they're still in the service. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's it's heartwarming to me to see that, to see them grow. Yeah. And and talk about the, um, you know, young people who come here who, you know, may have, you know, 
dropped out of school or left school and you know maybe thought they didn't have a path forward mm -hmm. a positive path forward and they come here and it changes mm -hmm. yeah I like to, to call them instead of dropouts I like to say push outs because they have been pushed out by the educational system and that's really what we're here for is to capture them and be able to nurture that relationship with them and to give them hope and to give them what's next let's start thinking of what it's next let's work with you on whatever it is it could be mental health it could be any other barriers that you're having because we have the services to provide you either with a partner or in-house um, and see them connect either with construction or you know into a career pathway ultimately would you like to see something like this you know expand across the country we would love that. We would love that. We actually, as an organization, we're actually in other states, in Illinois and in Texas. And we do some of this work in Illinois. We do a lot of work with the skilled trades as well. We actually connected them to IBEW in Chicago. Now they are, oh, wow. now they have an apprenticeship, pre-apprenticeship program as well. So we would love to see that because, I mean, not just in Detroit, of course, with all the construction happening, it's happening all over the country. Exactly. So, I mean, a, a youth development model like ours is, I feel, unique and definitely scalable. Mm -hmm. uh, and I would, uh, I would think that if I was a, a teacher or a counselor or someone from a school, even from another state, or, that I would want to kind of come here and take a look and see what you guys are doing because evidently it's, it's working. Yeah, we would love that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we have a really good blended model, I want to yes. say. Um, you know, we have uh, no, we have an entire youth build network of youth build programs throughout the nation. Sir Metro has a very unique program because we have been able to um, blend all of our programs, youth build program or youth build youth programs together. I'm sorry, uh -huh. uh, to make this really youth build unique mm -hmm. uh, model that we have. Yeah, we're specialized in braiding funding. We are a nonprofit, and so for both on the adult and youth side, we've learned how to take the take d leverage resources mm -hmm. and leverage funding, and make sure that we provide a holistic program. Funding is 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 you know I'm sure is, yes. can be trying sometimes you know mm -hmm. uh, but you guys seem to do it. How do you, how do you make it happen? We take the show on the road. <laughs> We are really, you know, we have such wonderful staff that do such a great job with these young people that we're able to show our outcomes, the impact that the, our work has. So it's not just about the employment numbers, it's about the impact. It's about, Real CEO said, that person being a journeyman or coming back, you know, to tell us what they're doing or coming back to, as a construction company, hiring our, our graduates. Mm -hmm. We've seen that as well. So, um, yeah, we definitely... Um, I can always use more funding, but we've been very smart about how we present our work and our impact. We are very data-driven as well. And talk about the dedication of the uh, instructors here, the people who they're are amazing. teaching these yeah. young they're people. They're amazing, yeah, yeah. They make it work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have instructors who, we actually have a journeyman on, on board who has been in the trades for many, many years. And um, you guys will have a chance to meet him in a little bit. And Mr. Gartner has been amazing just being able to understand the other side. It's different for a person who's a journeyman to come in and teach um, and just being able to understand that um, it's very unique because it's like do this, this, and this. Yeah, they want to do this and this because they want to, you know, they might not know how to look, you know, their, their fractions are not up to par or something is not up mm -hmm. to par. So just being able to have that sit down conversation, um, it's it's hard for them 
as an instructor, but he has been able to master that. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Okay. And that goes for all of our, I think, yeah. all of our instructors. For sure. And I will say that. I mean, they're here because they're passionate, passionate. about mm-hmm. the work and working with this community because we still are a nonprofit, but they're here because they love what they do. And like even our Youth Build Detroit instructor, he used to work at uh, at a trades as well, and he's focusing on math and reading, and he has some you know background and can kind of connect with the students. But it's really because they want to be here every single day, and they build these relationships, and it goes beyond the classroom mm-hmm. sometimes. It goes beyond the uh, ending of the program. So we're really fortunate to have some wonderful staff. And once again, how can people get in touch or be get be part of Sir Metro? Yeah, they can either walk in. Um, you know, we're here Monday through Friday. 8 to 5, or give us a call, as Rocio mentioned, at uh, 313-945-5200, or send us an email, info at sarahmetro.org. And you say if they walk in, you give the address of where we are. It's uh, 9301 Michigan Avenue. Um, we're in Detroit. It's a border of Dearborn and Detroit. And within that campus is both our youth center and our adult services center. Okay. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. Veronica and uh, Rocio, thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's great. I, you took me around. I looked. I see what's going on here so you guys are doing a great job for the community and for these young people thank you so much thank you thank so you. much for this opportunity right. with me is mark gardner youth build construction instructor at sir metro and mark and i went to uh, lutheran west together so uh, when i when he walked in here i said boy I said, you look familiar he said you look familiar and so <laughs> we're here man it's good to see you man good to be seen good to be seen uh let me ask you uh about your background and what exactly you do here at sir all right, well, so my background is, is funny. It all kind of ties in at the end. Okay. I went to, I got my degree from Eastern Michigan University in management, strategy, and control. Uh, worked for Sherwin-Williams for several years. Um, left there and, make a long story short, ended up in the apprenticeship for the Carpenters Union. Went through that Carpenter apprenticeship and then journeyed out, worked in the industry for a while, and from there became an instructor at Job Corps, okay. teaching carpentry okay. as well. Left there and came here is the short of it. Now, in that process, I became an authorized OSHA trainer, um, and I've continued that uh, certification since. But I have a passion for helping young people because when I got in the trades, I didn't know anybody in the construction trades. Right. Those, the the how to navigate that I had to learn my on my own. Yeah. So now I'm here to pass that along to these young people who may not know anybody in the trade as well. Because you know when you think about it, I'm I'm thinking about when, you know dad taking me around the city and you see the construction workers on the cranes and you know and you might say man that's what I want to do. You didn't know really how to go about doing it other than, you know, you might try to walk up to a construction worker and say, hey, I want to do what you do. But it's more more than that. Absolutely. But you say you have this passion for, for young people. And, and, and tell me about that in relationship to what you said, you know, you didn't know mm-hmm. about it. What do you, you know, are you finding the same thing with these young people as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, the key thing is two, it's twofold. Okay. I'm not only explaining it to them, a work ethic, good attitude, right? How not to take offense if somebody speaks to you in the wrong tone of voice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Those type of things. But I'm also modeling it, right? So I can, you can tell a young person something. Oh, absolutely. But if they've yeah. never seen it, right, that makes a world of difference when, once they see it. Yeah. 
So I've had students in the, in times past where they looked at me and I, I gave them directions and looked at me like I, I was a foreigner. <laughs> right? And, and but they because they had never seen it. I had one young man, you know, we were working outside and 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 we made you know, sawdust on the ground. Uh-huh. At the end of the day was okay, everybody let's clean up. And he was one of the newer students. Okay. And he looked at me and then he he kept doing. He took his tools in. Okay. But he didn't sweep up. So when we got done, I said so you forgot, you forgot to, Lamont, you forgot to sleep, sweep. And he looked at me kind of crazy. And I thought he was being disrespectful, but okay. he wasn't. He's like, you want me to sweep outside? I said, yes. He's like, the wind is going to blow it away. And I understood in that moment, he yeah. was sincere. He was sincere. Yeah. He was sincere. Sure. Right? He didn't know. So things that, there are things that we take for granted mm-hmm. that are, the young people know. But I'm finding we can't take anything for granted. We need to model, right? Mm -hmm. Young men need to see, there's a shortage of real men, men that, you know, and it's not, not, everybody's not gonna work with their hands, I get that. That's right. But a lot of young men have not seen men get up every day and go to work. They have not seen men get up and and clean, and Mm -hmm. and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, Just some basic stuff, right? So that's, that's, part of where my passion came and when you teach what are you teaching these young people you know what types of skills or what are you teaching in your class so what i am teaching so i start right out of the gate i put a tape measure in front of them Uh and we go to work right i break down the inch fractions of an inch okay and i make it simple in the classroom, when you taught fractions, you know, when I was in school, we were taught fractions. I didn't know why I was learning fractions. Uh, yeah. I was, no, I was the least, I was not interested, right? I mean, right. it was not interesting to me. Yeah. So unless you talk money or, you know, so we, we can break down a quarter, 50 cents, three quarters, and a dollar, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I got their attention. But then I take it the next, the next step further, and I talk about, well, if we're going to build this, you know, I'll show them something that we need to build. I said, but to build this, you got to draw it. To draw it, you got to be able to make some measurements. And then I said, so now we're going to go learn how to do this. Yeah. Now I got their attention because they wanted, they've got this goal at the end of, I want to build this, but to build this, I need to know how to That's right. read this tape measure. I need to know how to break down the fractions of an inch. Right. I got their attention. And then it becomes easy. And I show them shortcuts, right? I teach them safety, right? So after we get through with the tape measure, we talk safety before we get in the shop. Okay. Right? We're going through some do's and so anytime I introduce them to a tool, and especially a power tool. Absolutely. The power tool, we're going over the instructions, the do's and the don'ts Mm -hmm. of those things. A lot of them have never been exposed to many of the power tools. You've, You've taught before. What makes SIR different than other places? But what makes Sir one of the things I love about Sir is the the extra services that are provided, right? That wrap around that wrap around service, yeah, right. Um, that's what I love. I you know there's opportunities, whatever the need is, if it's housing, if it's transportation, if it's getting IDs, whatever the case may be, they're going they're going to do what they can and and, and utilize resources to help those the student get that to be successful. Talk about a student maybe that you know that has come through the program that you've taught that you've seen that they've become successful and gone on to bigger things. I'm sure you've seen that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I've been here at Sir Metro since March. Um, 
just completed two two young ladies. So I'm, that story is still unfolding. Even we're having, you know, we have the uh, information fair, registered apprenticeship information fair going on right now as uh -huh. we speak. Uh -huh. um, but the young lady, we had a, a job fair yes Tuesday, and she heard about forty six dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and she's dancing around here. She's doing what she has to do as we speak wow. to try to uh, take advantage of that opportunity. So um, that, there, there's that situation. But I've had students come through the, the pre-apprenticeship programs prior. Um, they call me to this day. I had a young man call me uh, probably a month ago talking about work ethic. And... He was on the job, and because I always talk, if they weren't doing something in class, I say, you're costing me money. <laughs> right. If you're just standing there, you're costing me money. money. Right. Right. And they used to laugh, and, they, and they'd see me coming, I'd go, gee, I know, I'm costing you money, I'm costing you money, right? <laughs> but he, 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 he called me and he told me that he, he was working for a Lexus, and a Lexus on him, uh, and he was uh, driving the car, and he wrecked the car. Okay. But because of the fact that he's a good worker, that he always is, he's constantly doing something. He says, his boss says, you know, we would, you know, we, I was gonna fire you, but everybody in the shop said, no, don't fire that kid. And he called me to say, thank you for teaching me that work ethic. Yes. Right? And so that, you get that shot in the arm, and he wasn't the best student. I mean, he, he, yeah. he kind of slouched around at, at first, but the fact I just did that to every one of the students, right? If they weren't doing so, I said, man, you are costing me money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they mm -hmm. got a kick out of that, right? But that's a good, you know, and I, I've had students that went through, I had a young lady to go through the program who was not necessarily, if you looked at her, she looked glamorous. Okay. So she didn't look like construction material. <laughs> okay. I had a, a guy from the uh, uh, one of the unions say, she's not going to make it, right? But out of all the students that I had at that particular time, she made it into the apprenticeship. Wow. Right? And, and went on and, and stayed in for a couple of years. And far, last I heard, she was still in. Great. So just watching the you know, students go from what seems impossible to possible and just being successful, whether, it's, whether they go into construction or whether they just learn a life skill, yes. um, that does my heart good. Well, Mark, man, it was good to see you. Good to and it's good to, <laughs> and, it's, and it's good to speak with you. And, and thank you for what you're doing and, and really molding these young people, man, and teaching them some skills that they can take with them for the rest of their lives. Really appreciate it. All right. No problem. Thank you. All for right. Mark Gardner, Youth Bill Construction Instructor at Sir Metro. With me is Samantha Delapella. She's Safety Coordinator for MCA Detroit. Also with me, Renard Richmond. He's Construction Outreach Manager for the City of Detroit. Thank you both for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having me. Uh, so, um, Samantha, let me start with you and talk about, if you can, the MCA safety program and, and how it's important for our contractors and the employees. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our program is still growing. It's going to be ever-changing and ever-growing as the times change. Um, our program is we sit with safety, uh, safety directors from each of our contractors who hire the employees and we uh, sit, do a round table meeting of what's taken place you know throughout the we have monthly meetings mm -hmm. so we t talk about what's happened over the month and what is changing what standards what laws um, what my OSHA is coming out with and any updates that we need to pass on to make sure that our 
our employees are being trained and educated properly. You know, I've done stories about apprenticeships. I've talked to apprentices, and one of the main things that come up is the safety part of it. And because without that, I mean, you you, you can't build that high skyscraper. You can't build that school. You can't. You gotta be safe. Oh, absolutely, and that's that's the highest importance, right? Everybody has the same thought. Get my employees home safe and sound to their families the way they showed up to work every day, and that's what we strive for. Bernard, I know you, you work with the city of Detroit, and you you know have connections with Sir. And talk about what you do. So as a construction outreach manager for the city of Detroit, it's a primary goal of uh, workforce development to be inclusive of Detroiters in the skilled trade industry. We have several agreements, primarily with our union partners, called a STEP agreement, Uh which is a skilled trades employment program. And what that means is uh, the unions have signed on, or we have four unions who signed on, to make a commitment to the city of Detroit and hiring uh, or increasing the number of Detroiters over a 10-year period. And so I monitor that process and making sure that we um, have Detroiters included because, as, as it says in my uh, title, civil rights is uh, civil rights inclusion mm-hmm. and opportunity. I am the inclusion and opportunity part of it. And so I'm making sure that Detroiters are being included in the industry. So, you know, a lot of these new um, projects that are going up, a lot of times there it's a requirement of a certain percentage. Yeah, 51%. Right. So you are the one to make sure they follow that. That is correct. So we have a team. Uh, I'm not the only one. Okay. But we have a team <laughs> for compliance. And um, we really try to push uh, the carrot versus the stick. And so people, a lot of people talk about the contributions that are paid. We look at our workforce contributions, which is an investment in Detroit. Uh, it allows for Detroiters to be trained at places like here, Sir Metro Detroit, uh, which is one of where I started. Mm-hmm. And we train Detroiters to be able to get on a pathway to get into the industry and then circle back in terms of return on investment in the industry or on the executive order projects that are paying those workforce contributions. So you are an example of... Of how great Sir Metro is because Absolutely. you said you came through here. Talk Absolutely. about your path. So, uh, it, it, you know, I don't know how far we go back, but as it started here at Sir Metro, I was a, the building trades instructor here. Um, and at, that allowed me to connect with a program called Access for All. And our program was called uh, Building, what is it, BCO, which is Building Career Opportunities mm-hmm. Program. It was to be a feeder into the skilled trades. And we made direct connections with all of our union partners to be able to have access for students to graduate from the program and go into a union trade. Uh, That was huge back then. Um, We've made great strides over the years because that was, people didn't know how to navigate the process. Mm -hmm. People didn't know where to go. How do I become a plumber? How do I become an electrician? They didn't know how to do that and we were able to uh, give them access and opportunity to uh, the skilled trades. Uh, Okay. So, Samantha, let me ask you this. When you talk about, you know, safety, you know, things don't stay the same. Things evolve. And there's always new safety. Talk about the evolving. 
Okay, so changes are constantly being made. The biggest change that we've seen in recent year, years, um, and since I have actually started MCA Detroit, was uh, COVID. Everybody was kind of forced to look at their plans and see their prevention um, of illness programs. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was, you know, kind of getting back to the basics of how can we prevent, you know, at the basic level, how do we prevent illnesses from taking place and being passed on through, you know, our, our job sites and our offices. Um, so that was one of the biggest changes that's been leading to more uh, evolving um, changes. As 2022 comes about, uh, it was a very warm year for the West Coast. Mm -hmm. So OSHA took a look at that and said, well, now we need heat prevention plans. Does every state have one? Michigan isn't always affected by that because we do have the cooler temperatures. Right. However, we did hit really high digits this year. And so we were, um, again, forced to look at, do we have these prevention programs in place to protect our workers from the heat? Uh, so as, you know, as the years go on and as things happen and things um, come up, we're always forced to kind of go back and take a step back and look at Yes, fall protection is very important, um, and you know, and getting caught in or between machinery, uh, machine guards are always important. But then taking a look at the basics, you know, preventing sicknesses from getting around the job sites, preventing you know people getting dehydrated and suffering you know heat strokes is right. another big important thing. So it's constantly changing, and we're constantly taking a look at our programs and how we can reinvent them to best protect everybody. Also, safety involves drug-free. Yes, absolutely, well. absolutely. And so opioids yes. and all of that, yes. that we're dealing with now. Yes, you, you can't be high on the job. <laughs> no, you cannot. And that, you know, and we're taking a look at that too. Um, Michigan has recently, in March of this year, they passed a legislative. They're uh, looking to pass a non-opioid directive. Mm -hmm. So it is going to, um, which this is going to require health professionals to offer a. Um, a directive and inform patients the right to refuse opioids and during treatment and use um, more medicinal or um, you know healthier ways of doing it and it's going to be accessible to patients um, so they don't they have a choice outside of the opioids they don't have to go that route mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and that's and that's huge because then as you said you can't be high on a job um, and it's very important for safety because you know it it alters your mind enough, and if you, you know, if there's an accident and you're the cause of that, you know, it goes back to that person as well. They would be very distraught, and it might cycle through. And well, what's, you know, what had happened, and you know, their opioid use, and honestly, who knows where that could go? Because when you're on a on a job, you could be, you know, high on opioids. You could hurt yourself, but you, absolutely, but you can hurt. The team. <laughs> yes, and there's many people because it's not just one trade that's on a job ever. It is multiple trades. You have the iron workers, the operating engineers, plumbers, pipe fitters. You have everybody on job, the electricians. and So you're not only accountable for yourself, but sometimes on larger jobs, you're accountable for hundreds of people as yeah. well. Um, uh, Renard, I want to ask you, 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 you've been a teacher, you teach. Have students come back to you and say, you know, after they've, you know, graduated, left, got into the into the uh, construction trades and said, man, thank you for what you did and I don't know where I'd be if it wasn't for, <laughs> you get those kind of stories? Absolutely, that's a fantastic question. Um, there are many different scenarios I can tell you stories. Uh, here most recently we did a uh, 
I guess a film documentary promotion on a family that came through here. Uh-huh. Sir Metro, uh, husband and wife. The wife came first, uh, sat in on the class and said, my husband has to come. He was a handyman, doing handyman work throughout the neighborhood. She brought him with her. Uh, the two of them went through the class together, and it transcended and transformed their whole life. Uh, he became a millwright. Um, he's now a journeyman in the millwrights, and he's still working. Uh, she didn't go into the trades, but she ended up going to work for uh, Shinola and doing creative design. Uh-huh. So they have four children. Um, and so those are the kind of thank yous that uh, you get as a reward. And that's just one of many stories that I could tell you. <laughs> but um, that's one that was, I know, near and dear because that it was most recently put on film uh, as a document and testament to what Sir Metro has done and uh, the work that was done here. Well, uh, Renard uh, Richmond, uh, Constructive Outreach Manager, Civil Rights Inclusion and Opportunity for the City of Detroit. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And uh, Samantha Delapella, Safety Coordinator for MCA Detroit. Great information that you gave us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. And thank you for listening to the Building the Future podcast. I'm Lloyd Jackson. We'll see you next time.